Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And today is another exciting episode. This is the solo series, the shows where I get to dive into a topic that you, the listener, have submitted. So if you have a topic that I haven't covered yet and you want to hear about, I want to hear from you. Send me an email, innerdominatrix at gmail.com, or pop into the Facebook group, Access Your Inner Dominatrix. Let me know what the topic is, and I will dive into it on one of the episodes. So today, we are going to take a look at the difference between being strong and being obnoxious or, you know, the whole feminine energy, feminine, authentic feminine versus alpha feminine and taking a look at, you know, what does it take for you to actually hold your power without being an asshat? So that's the fun that we're going to have today. And you know, this is something that's come up in a number of interviews that I've had, a number of workshops. People have been asking me about this because I will admit that the whole dominatrix piece and the the archetype that most people have in mind with when they think of a dominatrix seems rather harsh, rather forceful that, you know, I'm going to determine what you're doing and I'm going to do things, I'm going to tell you to do things that are good for me, as opposed to what's actually going on is that, you know, I'm there to serve the client and to make sure that what I am steering the client to do is in their best interest. I'm pushing them, but I'm pushing them so that they grow and they stretch and they really step into more of them. So it's very much like coaching. But this this whole piece of, you know, the harshness, and I get it. Like, you know, at first when I was owning this theme, and, and this is my thing, right? I, I own my stuff. So you know, when I was first stepping into this, I thought, oh, I need to, I need to be strong. And I need to show up really like, um, with a big presence. And, and I was like, kind of, you know, in this space of like, I'm going to be solid and oh, so, <laughs> so strong. And, and although I was getting really great results with my clients, there was a piece that was missing. And what it was, it was the the softening, the surrendering, you know, me really dropping into being fully present. And that being strong doesn't mean you have to be in warrior mode. You don't have to be on the defensive and, you know, offensive to people in order to be strong. And in fact, I love the idea with the dominatrix archetype that, you know, it's much more about compelling the person to do your bidding almost like wooing them into submission as opposed to forcing them into submission. It's easy when we're out in the world, especially, you know, women and men or women, this applies equally, but I'm going to talk about women in particular at first is that, you know, we see this push energy that goes on and what's been modeled up until now has been a lot of the alpha energy, you know, the masculine or that push to get it done and push to override everybody. But what is actually going to be better for us is what I see is that it is far less taxing on our bodies, men or women, it's less taxing on the body to drop into that authentic feminine energy that is compelling people to work with you, as opposed to beating them over the head with a baseball bat to work with you. You know, it takes less effort 
it's kind of like if you imagine, you know, the push energy is you getting in behind a car and you're pushing that car along. Yes, you can get momentum. Yes, you can get that car rolling. And if you happen to hit a downhill, woohoo, you're going to have that car rolling like crazy, right? And it feels like you're getting somewhere. But the feminine energy is assessing the situation and saying, well, instead of pushing this car, why don't I get in and drive it and let the car do the work, right? It's about taking the less efforted route. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to work hard in your business or your life, but it's about, you know, taking that brief moment to really kind of drop in to your body, check out the situation and say, hmm, how can I handle this in a way that is easy, in a way that is kind to my body, in a way that makes other people feel like they've been loved, right? It makes them feel like they want to get on board. They want to help you. They want to be part of this exciting adventure that you're creating and you're doing, right? That to me is the authentic feminine energy. And I think it is very, very compelling for people. And it's not to say that that push energy is not required because there are times when you need, you need to get up and go and you need to fight for your, your stance. You need to fight for who you are, but we can't be there all the time because it's, it takes a lot of energy. And so having that time where you drop back into, you know, compelling them, pulling them in instead of pushing them towards you, it's easier on your body that that space to get into is nicer for you. So the question that was proposed was one of, you know, what's the difference between being a bitch and being strong? And to me, I would really see it as this differentiation between the alpha female energy, which goes in and overrides and bullies, versus the authentic feminine or the dominatrix that compels and pulls people in. And, you know, I, there are those times, you know, when you invite people to come and help you to do something, then they feel great about the space. They feel great about being there with you. But when you bully people into doing it, now you have people doing it, but they're all like, right, 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 they're all grumbling and complaining and looking for the first opportunity to stab you in the back. And so this is what I would see has been going on is that there's been far too much alpha female out there. And it seems like that's what we need in order to step into the world. And it seems like that's the way that we need to show up in boardrooms and I would just invite you to question it. You know, I've said this before, that we need to question what we're doing and checking in. Is that really the most effective way to get what we're looking for? Or is there something else that we need to do? Is there a better way to go about this, to start to evaluate what you're doing instead of just doing something because that's a habit? evaluate it. You know, what, what is going to actually work for you? What's actually going to create the results that you're looking for? And I do want to address one more piece in around this whole, you know, alpha push energy. And it's this idea that oftentimes we step into that alpha energy when we haven't healed our traumas. And maybe you've got you know, to that point that you're functioning and you're not, you know, you're not having triggers, you're not having nightmares, and that's great. 
But what is there low grade at underneath the stuff that's there that you haven't been addressing that you haven't been looking at? Is there some pieces in there that say I'm not safe? And therefore, I need to push, I need to bully, I need to make sure that I get my way, because I don't trust that other people are going to be kind, gentle, or taking care of me. And I think that that's for me for what I see with people, because I'm, I'm really able to read the energy with people and where they're coming from. So it's fascinating for me to sit back and watch when I watch somebody who's strongly an alpha female, there is a very definite component of that their cells are still hanging on to that trauma. And quite often, it's sexual trauma. And unfortunately, the stats are just so high, that they say one in four, but I I think it's much higher than that, because there's, there's all the people who don't report. And there's the people who don't even remember, maybe something happens so early in your life that you don't remember. And then there's the other layer, the other component, which is fascinating, is this idea that genetically, we have things passed down. So traumas, um, they did a fascinating study with the Holocaust survivors and their descendants, and showed that the trauma from the Holocaust actually got passed down genetically to the descendants. So if that's possible, then what are the odds that, you know, if your parents, your grandparents, somewhere in your lineage, if there was a sexual trauma that was big or small, if it's, you know, not been resolved, and it's maybe just gotten passed on genetically down into your body. So maybe you didn't experience sexual trauma in this lifetime, but you might be carrying the markers. And I've met people like that, where I've said to them, I said, you know, has this happened? And they're like, no, but people keep asking me, right? And it's like, because they're still carrying that energy. So it's fascinating, when you start to actually unravel those pieces at that deep, deep layer. And that's not something to undertake on your own. Please do not do that kind of level of work on your own. You need to have somebody who can support you, who can hold that container so that you can really let go at a deep, deep level. So I just, you know, a little caveat, please don't do that alone. But when you start to actually unravel those things at that layer, then your need to do this protective kind of barrier you know, putting up the walls and pushing, you're going to notice that that melts away. It's really fascinating. I, I love it when I get to unravel people this way that, you know, to, I should maybe say untangle, <laughs> we're not unraveling them, but, you know, to untangle all of this crap. And then they're easily able to step into their power because all the stuff that was preventing them from being able to drop in, be vulnerable and show up, is gone. And so then that ability to to really show up authentically comes naturally. It's not a forced, it's something that we can just start to let it blossom out of the body, have that out. So in the meantime, my invitation for you would be to start to think in terms of like, how can you drop into your body a little more and notice whether or not you're doing this push energy, or whether you're allowing yourself to be a magnet and pull people in towards you, so that they get to experience how awesome and amazing you are. All right, so until the next episode, have fun. 
Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.